question, did you or did you not have sexual relations with another man? <laughs> I can't. Looks like you've officially entered the group chat with your best friends. My name is Ali Pintucci, and this is the Unfiltered Podcast, the place where we leave the heavily filtered world of social media to talk about anything and everything uncensored. From personal wellness to entrepreneurship, spirituality, sex, surviving breakups, and hilarious girl talk in between, this is the space for important conversations that women should be having with their best friends. So pour yourself a glass of whatever makes you feel good, sit back, and join me as I navigate adulthood with real, unfiltered conversations. (laughs) Holy shit. Honey, welcome back. We're back. Wow, I've missed these. It's been six weeks since we've recorded a podcast. I do really appreciate that people have been curious about us, though. I really feel like (laughs) we've made a mark for ourselves. And I don't know what people think about us, but for them to want more, it's got to be good. That's the question. Like, do you want more because you think our lives are a disaster? Do you want more because, like, you resonate? Like, we need to know why you want more. I kind of want to know. We're okay with either answer because we're going to keep doing it regardless. I could care less, yeah. I could care (laughs) less. (laughs) (laughs) We've entered this stage of our lives where we really don't give a fuck about what people think about us because ultimately we have each other. (laughs) Isn't there a saying that's like, all press is good press or is it no press is good press? (laughs) but we'll take all the press <laughs> or or when you're like working on a PR team and some companies will be like we need a disruptive event you know like something scandalous and like might not be the best but then all of a sudden boom like so and so's pregnant or like boom so and so's getting a divorce or someone cheating it's like Girl. album drops tv show launches ratings spike what can we do that's fucked up we got to be like emily in paris well i can think of some things i already did that have been fucked up but it's fine <laughs> What can we do together? Mm. Well, I think it's pretty clear, honey, that you you really take the reins for the team and I cheer you on. And At least had this a, summer. We, and we had a car ride the other day and that's about to change. Mm-hmm. Because I'm... It, here's how I like to think about honey and I's friendship. You know those motorcycles that have the side carts? If anybody <laughs> hasn't seen one, go out front of Giovanni's or is it it's that coffee shop in Fairmont? People say it's Giovane. It's fucking French. It's an Italian place. It's not hmm. Giovane. Have you ever met an Italian man named Giovane? <laughs> never. Never. It'll never be. It'll never be enough. <laughs> Anyways. I picture our friendship like that. It doesn't matter who's driving, but I like that as a representation of our friendship because it's weird. It doesn't make sense. One of us is driving somewhere and the other one doesn't care. We'll hop in anyways. (laughs) Honey went to go pick up golf shoes and I got in just to hang out and sat in rush hour traffic. (laughs) Yeah, horrible time to go over the bridge. Didn't even, like, think that through, but anyways. Yeah, so we need some disruptive events, and I think we are well, it's well in our wheelhouse to create those ourselves. Mm -hmm. (laughs) 
Agreed. Agreed. Uh, you've already been creating this summer, honey. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I've gotten some of uh, the best voice notes you've ever sent me this summer. Some uh, of those, mainly one of them, will never see the light of day again. Potentially. I may or may not have kept some. And uh, <laughs> it's funny to laugh when we're 80 years old sitting on a porch. <laughs> I can't wait till we're old and just fucking shut up, like going to the grocery co- uh, uh, store on those little carts. <laughs> I wonder what it's like to be in that mentality, to give zero, just like two middle fingers up. I don't care. I'm going to stroll through aisle eight right down the middle and I don't care. I don't care. That's the life. <laughs> Honey, we got some things to talk about. All right. Let's and I think off. the people are on the edge of their seats. Because I sure was for an entire month. (laughs) So what I've been waiting to hear for a month plus four days in Vegas. So it took an entire LA trip for a month plus a four trip, a four day trip to Vegas. And I'd like to say, honey, that you accomplished, you accomplished the goal. I did. Mm -hmm. But it was not uh a instantaneous goal achieving it was not an easy road to get to that goal pre-trip during trip there was a few forks in the road yeah but i'm gonna lay it out pretty plain and simple for the people yes ali went to la and you went down there for one thing (laughs) that's a lie let me hold on hold on hold on for the purpose of honey check, you went down there for one thing. But let me make this clear. You got you hustled to get there and you you hustled. You hustled and you went there with purpose. But mm-hmm. what the one of the main priorities uh-huh. you achieved, honey. That may, maybe not in LA, but throughout this summer you achieved it. And I just want to say that I've really come to the conclusion. I've I've known this for a while, but this there's there's a lot of looking out plane windows <laughs> these last six weeks. <laughs> Which I haven't done in a while. Felt amazing. A lot of great time to think. My life really is a Goosebumps Choose Your Own Ending book. <laughs> it truly is. Yeah. So I'm going to ask questions. Mm-hmm. And if at any point we can't give those details, we're going to say next. We'll bleep it out. Or we're going to bleep it. Oh, this well, is yeah. fun. We'll just go for it. What, what's, one, what's, more, one, what's one more day of editing my life away? You know? Okay, honey. <laughs> Yeah. You went down Question there for one. one reason. I went down there for a couple of reasons. Confirm yes or no if one of those reasons ha- reasons came true. We'll get there. I'm trying to build it up, but people are know what I'm talking about. Yes. Honey, did you or did you that not? That is correct, Your Honor. <laughs> Ma'am, did you or did you not? Ma'am, answer the question. <laughs> did All you rise. or did you? <laughs> Honey, raise your right hand. Is that what you do? I don't know. Honey, did you or did you not? I swear to tell the truth and nothing but the truth. So help me God. Answer the questions. Okay. Do I keep did you or did up? you not? You can keep your hand down, I think. I think you put it down. <laughs> yeah, put it down. It looks weird. <laughs> Never take us to court. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Honey. Did you or did you not dress provocatively and have a few nights out on the town? My tits saw the light of day. They really got out. They were, let me tell you something, little backstory here, and we'll get back to your grilling. 
I had a breast reduction and a lift a year and a half ago. Well, we're pushing two years. Fall will be two years. Oh, no. What a fucking waste. No one got to see my tits. (laughs) No one. I did. Yeah. No one got to see my boobs. Because I reduced them to still quite a large size, they're still a D, they didn't stay as perky as I thought they would. So when it came time to, like, get them out, Mm -hmm. I got them out. Precisely. A few times. <laughs> did you or did you not consume some beverages? I consumed some substances for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Bleep. 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 Did you or did you not go on some pretty, some, some, some dates? Did you not go on some dates? I went on some fantastic dates. Okay. Did you or did you not get ghosted? I got ghosted for the first time in my life. And we're going to talk about that. And did you or did you not have sexual relations <laughs> with another man? I can't. <laughs> I've been waiting since 8 o'clock this morning to say that line. I thought about it in the bathroom. <laughs> yes, Your Honor, I did. <laughs> Yes, yes, Your Honor, I did. <laughs> and we'll talk about that as well. <laughs> Honey, congratulations. Uh, Mission achieved. I will say, I feel alive again. Something it was like everything I needed just, and more. Yeah, it could just bring you back just to put, life. Put some pep in my step. <laughs> <laughs> and not just the sexual not the relations. Next, just not everything. the next day, though. I was hungover. <laughs> I was dead for about six days. Mm-hmm. Uh, last question, mm-hmm. just to make everybody feel better because we all do it. Did you or did you not do the walk of shame? Wow, we're really going there. I did. Okay. So. <laughs> and that's what I'm talking about, honey. I am going to be 32 years old. That behavior is not acceptable. But my Uber driver said it best. What did he say? It was a female, and she was amazing. Oh. She looked at me dead in the eye through her rear view mirror, and she goes, honey, <laughs> what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. And I was like, you know what? It, I get it now. Honey, the most despicable things that bring you back to life happen in Vegas, and you leave it there. That's right. <laughs> so I think we need to talk about, first and foremost, the ghosting. Raise your hand if you've ever been ghosted in your life. Well, now I have to. I Obviously, everyone knows what ghosting is. And I've had a ton of interactions not work out. But people can be like, oh, I'm not feeling it. Totally fine. I have never, ever in my entire life had a person ghost me. Like, that guy did me dirty. And I'm not upset by it because I don't know you. So obviously I'm not in love with you. I'm fascinated. At like I would like to have an interview with you to understand the process, the thinking process behind this. So let me tell you what happened because I feel like some of you I what I I posted when I got to LA, my rose getting ready and I'm like, "You guys, I'm going on my first date since the fucking ice age." I was so excited. And I kind of cheated a little bit when I knew I was going down to LA. I turned my Bumble into travel mode. So I started swiping 
so I can start talking to some people before I went down there. Listen, it's called like making best use of my time here. I didn't want to start when I got to LA. I wanted to like get in hot. I've been locked up for a year and a half. Okay, yeah, I have no, some no, catching no. up to yeah, do. You got to bring it to a simmer. For That's sure. right. Yeah. <laughs> The flavor be- comes out best when things are like simmering. <laughs> nice so, slow cook. You would know. We're right. Italian. Cook the sauce. <laughs> um, and I met a really, really nice guy and we had FaceTimed for a few weeks and I was excited to connect with him when I got down there. Um, we'll get to that one later. But then I meet this other guy and right off the bat, it's like sassy, sassy, banter, banter. He's like very forward. I'm like, I love this energy, like more of this energy, please. And he's like, I'm taking you out tonight. I'm like, no, you're not. I have plans. (laughs) He's like, how about tomorrow night? I'm like, no, I also have plans. He's like, I was like, but I don't know what you do for your job, but if you have a flexible schedule, let's do a coffee. I'm all about the coffee dates, the like non-extravagant first date, like super, very mellow, very low investment because I just want to be able to see how I feel in someone else's company. And coffee is, it's not expensive. It's not crazy. And you'll be able to tell, like, I actually really like hanging out with this person. So we go to coffee. There was a whole kerfuffle leading up to coffee, but it doesn't matter at this point. We get to coffee. Mm -hmm. He walks in and I'm like, oh, hello. (laughs) It's like when we, you and I first met, huh? Me. Me. (laughs) Hi, honey. And we get coffee, we walk around, we sit, we talk. He's super engaging. Like, I'm loving the flow of the conversation. Like, someone who's, like, really paying attention and, like, kind of reiterating and, like, following. I don't know. Just everything's going really well. And it's about 1130 at this point. And he goes, I feel like it's an appropriate time for a glass of wine. Do you want to go for a glass? And I'm like, I love this verbiage. Yes. Hot. Jesus Christ. Turned on. Mm. And he's like. Let's go for a glass. And I'm like, absolutely. We sit down. He's one of those guys that I think it's so hot. Maybe some women aren't like this. But when a guy orders for me, like he tells me what we're doing, I'm like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He sits down. Server comes. Drink. He like looks up. He's like, you drink champagne, right? I was like, of course. He looks up the server. He goes, two glasses of this. I'm like. Thanks for not getting the duck, the duck one. <laughs> we sit down. We're drinking. Everything's great. He's like, can I convince you to stay for a second glass? I'm like, no, I got shit to do. I wanted to. So but flirtatious. I, like, I know. Very flirtatious. And he kept saying my name. I'm mm. like, I like that. Um. So, yeah. He's like, can I convince you to stay for a second glass of wine? I was like, no, you can't. I got, like, I have to go to work. And I have to, like, we're all the way at the beach. I'm all the way downtown basically take six days to get there so he's like okay well can I see you tonight and I was like I don't know I'll get back to you so I leave him great date follows up I had such an amazing time with you I can't wait to see you again let me know about tonight blah 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 so then I call the honeys and I'm like are we going out tonight because it's my first you guys need to realize it's my first weekend in LA so just so you guys know I'm not one of those honeys okay yeah (laughs) it's my first weekend in LA which means I have very limited nights to go out and potentials to meet other honeys. Judge me if you want, but that was my reasoning. So I called the honeys and I'm like, are we going out tonight? They're like, they were kind of sick. They're like, we're not feeling well. So I was like, okay, fine. I'll go out with this guy because I'm not spending my first night doing nothing. 
So we make plans to go to this restaurant, which is at the top of the Intercontinental. It's called Spire 73 or something. It's the tallest open air bar in the Western Hemisphere. The view was insane. Like the sunset was amazing. We were up there for sunset and you can literally see like almost Malibu from downtown. Wow. Like you just see, it's like this panoramic view of the city and it was immaculate. And I looked good that night. I've decided that my go-to outfit when I want to feel hot, but not too slutty, but hot, Mm -hmm. is that black fucking romper. 100%. That black romper, the v-neck with like the Gucci belts and the strappy heels, like if I put that on and curl my hair, I feel good. It's like my go-to. Yeah. Give me an espresso. uh, We always default to the romper. We default to the romper and espresso martini. (laughs) Boom. Energy lifted. So he's late and he's calling me and he's like, I know how much you hate people being late. I'm so, I'm so close. I'm like, don't worry. Just come find me. Let's play some game. So I'm sitting in these two chairs. And if you were there with the girlfriend, the chairs would have been a cute setup. But with the date, it felt kind of far. Like we had our own individual cages kind of, but we were still felt quite far from each other. And he asked the server if he can move us to a spot where he can like feel more intimate with me and I was like oh for fuck's sakes I haven't had sex in so long you can't say these things in front of me (laughs) like I can't but we get more champagne precisely we moved to to the couch we're sitting next to each other now which actually I'm not really a big fan of the sit next to each other kind of move but it played out well and We're hanging out. He smells so good. (laughs) And he keeps like touching my shoulder and hand on my leg and arm around me and like, like fingers kind of like scraping my neck. And I'm like, I cannot handle this. Like, (laughs) like eyes on the prize, prize being hummus. Like, I got this feeling inside my bones. (laughs) (laughs) I can't stop the feeling. Just kidding. Keep going. Had a JT breakthrough. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> that was a hot move, though, him asking you guys to move. Oh, hot. You're like, just like, all right. So you definitely are enjoying your time. Yeah. So many confidence yeah. boosters, I feel. Confidence like just boosters. Them. In, yeah. Engaging. And then he's making future plans with me. Okay, so I need to connect you. You're paying too much for your rental car. I need to connect you to my guy who can, like, swap out your car. And, like, I'm going to get you in touch with my lawyer who got my visa. So he's Canadian. So he can, like, help you with that. And, like, oh, there's this place that I really want to take you to and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, this is great because I'm here for a month. This is my first week here. I might actually find someone that I can have fun with all month. Great. Not looking – not said you had to be my boyfriend. Just someone that I can hang out with all month and have fun in LA. That's why I came down. One of the reasons why I came down. Bill comes. Everything's great. Blah, blah, blah. Stand up. We get to the elevator. Door closes. You know how I feel about this move. Happened to me one other time in my life, and now I can't even stop thinking about it. (laughs) Door closes. And it's also tough because I compared it to that moment in the moment, but it's fine. doesn't matter. He's like this close to my face. You can't see because you're listening. He's like three inches from my face, staring into my eyes. He's like, did you have an amazing time tonight? And I was like, yeah, it was okay. (laughs) And he like grabs the back of my head and like pulls me in for a makeout. And I was like, 
He's like, how about now? And I'm like, Ugh. yes. yes I I should have straight out of the movies, honey. Straight out of the movies. I'm like, yes, great. You movie. are in LA. <laughs> yeah, it's Hollywood. <laughs> so we get downstairs and I feel like we talked about this on another episode, but you know when like women compliment other women, mm-hmm. like how it doesn't happen enough? Mm-hmm. And like, you're really good at it. You'll see a girl and she'll look great and you will literally stop her and be like, you look fucking immaculate. That's what it's about. It was divine timing because some honey comes up to me and I'm walking out and he's holding my hand and some girl comes up to me. She's like, I'm sorry, but I just need to tell you, you look fucking unbelievable like unbelievable and then she goes to the the guy and she's like you better feel like the luckiest guy and i was like divine timing oh my god it was a great you evening. never told me that everything was a blur so <laughs> we're about a we're, we're less than a kilometer from my house he's like do you want me to walk you home and I was like, sure. So he walks me home. We like make out on every street corner. Everything's super fun. He's holding my hands and like, blah, 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 blah. We get to my place. And I'm like, do you want to come upstairs for a drink? He's like, yes. Comes upstairs. Charles is going insane. <laughs> we are sitting on the couch having a margarita, just talking. And like, he's cuddling with me and everything. It just felt really comfortable. Everything was really nice. Pull some sort of swifty maneuver all of a sudden i'm like sitting on top of him or like having this makeout session i have to put a disclaimer that my dad should not be listening to this episode my mom i've given up on so pa, now we're having we this so protect pa <laughs> <laughs> so now we're having this steamy makeout uh-huh. and i'm like i love a good makeout um and i'm just like okay you gotta go mm-hmm. like night's over and he was like laughing and i was like it's fine like he was, I was like, well, I'll, I just followed up about plans for that week. And he's like, yeah, absolutely. We both also agreed that we wouldn't get drunk and like have a late night because we were going to Malibu in the morning separately. But it was two in the morning. I was wasted. Like, get out of my house. Yeah. So I text him. Thanks so much for coming. I had an amazing time. Like, he lives all the way in Manhattan Beach. Like, tell me when you get home. Next morning, we kind of talk like very quickly. Like, how we're not feeling well, but we made it to the beach. Whatever. Saturday night, I'm out with some girlfriends so I text him like are you out with any friends I'm out with some girlfriends no answer totally fine you're probably doing your thing Sunday no answer Monday no answer but also like I don't feel anything weird about it like whatever so I follow up and I send a voice note because we had been voice noting and I always voice note like a weirdo and I was like I had such an amazing time with you I can't wait to do blah 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 like let me know what your schedule is like this week let's go out no response. Da, 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 da. <laughs> and then I'm like, should I say something? And I'm like, no, nah, I don't. Because I'm not that emotionally invested. So, like, if you're a piece of shit, like, whatever. You're finding out early enough. Yeah. But and I'm obviously, I'm not, like, in love with you. So, like, I'm not upset about, like, I'm not heartbroken. But I'm, like, irked by it. Mm-hmm. It's disrespectful. Mm-hmm. So then I'm like thinking about it. I'm sitting in the hot tub one night and I was like, you know what? Fuck that. Absolutely not. I'm not playing this game where like I'm going to feel silenced because I'm worried about what some man's going to fucking think about me because he's a piece of shit. I don't care if any other relationship blog or coach says 
don't text. If someone's interested, they'll text. Fuck you. You don't give a shit about me. I don't give a shit about you. <laughs> but let's just and get I'm, this clear. Are we talking yeah. still or are we not? So I send him a thing and I a voice note again because I wanted him to hear the tone in my voice instead of a text coming off like aggressive. And I was like, so normally I do this thing where I don't really give people attention when I feel like I'm being ignored, but I didn't really take you for the ghosting type, Dan. <laughs> Daniel. shaking. <laughs> you didn't give a fuck. Um, and I just said to him, like, I had a great time. Obviously, I'd love to see you again. Maybe I'm crazy, but I felt like there was a very intense mutual chemistry but I could be wrong. I'm not going to put words into your mouth. And if you don't feel that way, that's also totally fine. Um, but you popped into my head today. So I thought I would message you. I'd love to see you again. And if not, thanks for a great first weekend in LA. I had fun. Dinner was great. Awesome. And then I threw in, Dan, you can't ghost girls. Use your words. You threw that in at the end. At the end. Sass. I'm sassy. I don't mm. give a fuck. He did, did not respond to that message. <laughs> And to date, raising your to right date. hand, have you or have you not heard from the Casper the Ghost? We have not heard from Casper the Ghost. But how good do you feel sending that voice note? It was so well laid out. It was so well said. Yeah, I felt great. And you just kind of like close that up for yourself. Because yeah, some people are going to do that sometimes because they're cowards. And they don't want to tell you what's actually going on. Here's my question around that. I don't give a fuck if you don't want to see me again. Let's make that clear. Of course, it's a, it's a little like hurt to your ego, especially if you have a nice time and you're like, oh, it leaves you questioning a little bit. Like, was it me? Like, was it actually not a good time? Like of any by nature, you're going to question it, especially when something was so intense in terms of chemistry. But my real question out of it is, let's say that you were just trying to fuck. Mm -hmm. You put in a two date. You gave me a full day and an expensive dinner and a lot of your fucking time. For what? Like, how many women are you doing that with? Like, is that not exhausting to you? But how do you know like, you're doing that with multiple people? I, okay, that's an assumption. But my thing was just like, okay, well, if I would have had sex with you that night, for sure you would have had sex with me. So the chemistry wasn't that bad. Mm -hmm. You asked me to hang out basically all day so my assumption is that you were just trying to have sex mm. just seemed very timely how like when you said no gotta go and it was like done like haven't heard from him is that why you think that way because you told him to go home that night there's no honey i'm telling you if you were fly on the wall you're a fantastic actor I just, maybe I just can't relate to it because if I'm not interested in something, I would just be like, nah. Mm -hmm. So for me, there's just like, my brain is fascinated by it. I'm like, what was the point of that? Right. Can like someone please tell me what the point of that was? Do you think he was just doing it to sleep with you? If I took my clothes off, that guy would have slept with me. And do you think he would have talked to you the next day? Well, knowing his behavior now, this is all I have to relate it to. No. <laughs> so you did the right move, honey. I wasn't going to have sex with him. I wanted to, but thankfully I didn't. Now, more than ever, there is romance, adventure, and magnetism in the very idea of travel. 
We go to Los Angeles for the sunshine, the shopping, and to party a little, or a lot. We visit Chicago for the history, the architecture, and the culinary energy. We head to Vancouver for the sparkling scenery, the outdoor adventures, and the foodie scene. In Seattle, we love checking out the Space Needle, the fish markets, the ferry boats, and the brew pubs. We climb into a city as we might into a car, letting it whisk us away to unexpected places, whether we're traveling for work, to visit friends and family, or to simply just get away. Yet, after a day spent digging into the soul of a city, what we really yearn for is space to relax. Enter Lava Hotels and Furnished Suites. With the best of a city at your doorstep, Level's luxuriously spacious suites, incredible lifestyle amenities, and dedicated guest service create your personal sanctuary in the city of your choice. So you can settle in for as long as you like and stay level with the comforts of home and all the thrill of travel. Learn about nightly and extended stays in Chicago, Los Angeles, Seattle, and Vancouver over at stayinglevel.com. Now, you guys know I actually stayed with them for a whole month in LA. I had the chance to check out the property in Chicago and, of course, being in Vancouver. I'm very lucky to be able to frequent the properties here. And I can honestly say that I am very excited to have Level Hotels and Furnished Suites as this week's podcast sponsor. And to give back to you guys, you can use the code LA10 at checkout to save on your next staycation or vacation. Now let's switch it around because you did have a different experience with somebody else who knows how to use their words and knows how to advocate and kind of, I think, restored your faith back in this whole, the ghosting level can stay there. Yes. I told you guys I was FaceTiming with another guy and he was honestly fantastic. Just like a very stand up, respectful, very nice guy who... I just felt very an instant connection with. Um, it definitely did feel more friendly, but we had FaceTimed for so long and there wasn't really an opportunity for like in-person connection. Um, and we finally met in LA and I went to his uh, like surprising mansion that literally made me almost pass out. <laughs> Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. <laughs> it was fucked. Um, but I really kind of like when he was just like, well, my friend still and he was traveling a lot and he was doing this and blah, blah, blah. And everything was just kind of prolonging. And he was like, if you want, though, we're watching a basketball game tonight. My friend's still at my place, though. And I was like, you're inviting me over with your friend there. This is the first time I'm meeting you. Like I already got kind of like a friend zone kind of vibe. But at this point, like you guys have been talking for so long. It's like. We've already been talking for so long. If it hasn't gotten romantic by this point, maybe something will change tonight. I still obviously want to see you. Um, So I go to his house and I had a very nice time with him. And it really did pique my interest of wanting to get him more. But I think, not I think, by that point he had decided like there was just no romantic spark for him. And he followed up with me the next day and he was just like, I just want to be completely transparent with you. Like I really like you and your time. Um, but I respect you and I don't, I'm not necessarily feeling a romantic spark between us. And I just don't want to be a dick and like string you along and blah, 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 blah. And I said to him like, no, I totally respect that. I mean, like, I don't know anyone here. So if you want to continue like a friendly relationship, I'm open to that. Um, and if you're not looking for more friends, like, 
I'm not going to be heartbroken by it. So that's also fine. Um, but just the whole, like, this is what I'm feeling and I want to communicate that to you. And I'm not sure at one point he's like, I'm not sure where that leaves us right now, but like, let's definitely discuss it. So there's clarity. And I'm like, okay, does that hurt your feelings? A little bit, but it's more at that point, like, again, an ego bruise. I'm not Mm -hmm. in love with you. But at the same time, it's just like experiences like that are incredible. And you're like, why can't more of that happen? So it was just a nice reminder that like not all men are pieces of shit and women as well. Like I'm, I'm sure I know women ghost. Yeah. I know women, not all women have the ability to have that conversation. Like remember when I went on that walk with that guy and I had to say it, it's hard. It's really, really hard. But I will say with him, I totally respected from day one when we had our first like FaceTime date, he was like, his questions were spot on. I would say that that was hands down the best date in terms of communication I've ever had Mm -hmm. where conversation doesn't scare him. Yeah. I really appreciated how at the end of it, he offered another conversation so you could get clarity because he Mm -hmm. cares about how you, how you're feeling and he probably wanted to, this is not, he's not new to the game. He knows that people will question, you know, he knows that people have questions and he's willing to answer any questions that you have. Yeah. And that was really He was great. Yeah. He was great. Um, so that was a redemption in the men category. <laughs> well, not fully. Because then you went to Las Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Honey, did you keep that hand there? Did you or did you not wear the romper and the Gucci belt, have a few espresso martinis, and have sexual relations with a man? <laughs> Say yes, Your Honor. I'm really going to like it. <laughs> Yes, Your Honor, I did. <laughs> and did you or did you not feel attractive, sexy, desired, and had a wonderful time? Yes, I did. And would you do it again? I would do it again. <laughs> now, give us as many details as mm. you possibly can. I know everything, but the people don't. I just want to say that I left LA feeling very defeated. Mm -hmm. I didn't think it would be that hard to meet some men, but also doesn't help that I'm really picky. Like men would come talk to me and be like, not you. (laughs) (laughs) Like you're like a fly zapper. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Like the electric ones, like hundred percent, not all of them die, but the ones you want it, like, you know? Yeah. Um, No, I was, I left LA and I was like, what? Like, first of all, how did five weeks go by that quick? And second of all, like, how did I not meet, how did I not mingle more? And, you know, we talked about it on our last episode. I just, for the, I had just been locked up for so long. I just left LA feeling a little bit, first of all, I left LA in a clusterfuck. Westjet fucked me. I couldn't take my flight home because they wouldn't let Charles fly with me. I now had to drive home. It was a disaster. So I had a lot of time to think looking out the window. Again, common theme in my life. And I was just like, man, I thought for sure I would be able to go on this trip and feel a lot more like feminine and flirty and stuff. And I did. Don't get me wrong. I did feel a nice shift in my energy. But it had been so long. Like, I just wanted to have sex. Mm -hmm. I needed to. Like, honey. 100%. It was the length of time was not okay. 
just not okay. And don't so, get me wrong, you definitely could have with other people, but you're looking for quality, and that matters. I just, at the same time, I'm not going to, like, break, I'm not going to do it for the sake of doing it, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not, yeah, I kind of just would, like, I'd rather hold out and it just feel like I should versus just be like, oh, yeah, just do it. Mm-hmm. So... I left going back home and I was depressed that I was going home. I was sad. It was the first time in a year and a half that I felt good. I kind of learned that LA was definitely needed to be my home at some point. So there was, it was very overwhelming. And then on the drive home, like all my friends were going to Vegas and I was like, I can't like, I have one. I'm going to like be at home all depressed and everyone's going to be in fucking Vegas. I'm like, I need to go. I don't even like Vegas. Took my own rubber arm and literally at the on the side of a road at a gas station booked a flight i picked honey up from the uh, border and she <laughs> has the audacity to get in my car after five weeks and tell me that she's leaving on tuesday mm-hmm. to go to vegas that's right yeah anyways so i was depressed and i didn't think i would probably meet anyone in vegas because i don't like that place at all and there it is Stretching side to side. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so humble. Big smile yeah. on your face. Are we going to leave it at that? Yeah. It was just nice. I really needed it. <laughs> I think that. But it's next... that fucking romper. I'm telling you. It turned into a situation where I had to go to dinner by myself. And I was so sad about it. I was like, as if, like, I came all the way to Vegas, like, I'm in, I'm now, like, I have dinner reservations at this really nice restaurant, and now I have to go to dinner by myself. And then it was like, pause, you've traveled majority of your life by yourself, and all you've done is, like, remember when I went to Paris, when I went to London, I spent, I, 99.9% travel by myself. I'm no stranger to going to nice restaurants alone, but it was just where I was kind of feeling I'd had some drinks at the pool and I was just like feeling sorry for myself. And I was like, no bitch, Mm-mm. put on some fucking lingerie, put on that goddamn romper, curl your hair and go sit at that restaurant. And I did. I'm really starting to wonder if it is the espresso martinis that really get that energizer bunny going out of you. That's right. So ladies, have the, have the espresso martini when you're out and wear a black romper. Get those tits out. And get the Gucci belt. That's right. I feel like we need to track back on our next episode. We need to talk about some ego bruises and some ghosting stories. I love that. Like, That's I think good. we need to ask the honeys what's up. Yeah. No shame. You've been ghosted. What happened? Like, I want to know. Yeah. And some ego bruises. I've had a few yeah. in my time. Yeah, now let me tell you, it's no bueno and some uh, self-help books really carry over half my wall over there. The ego bruises are no good. <laughs> They're not. But at the end of the day, I will say I'll leave you guys with this. And as I've read a couple more books, they've helped me come into it. Like I'm reading Come As You Are, which we need to get the book club up and running again. Every honey needs to read that book. But there is so much shame around female sexuality. Mm-hmm. And now I'm stepping into this whole, and maybe it's because I've done a lot of self-discovery in terms of my own body and like some solo work in this dark time. (laughs) But I've really kind of moved into this like different phase of like female empowerment in terms of their sexuality. And it's like, you don't, I like, it's liberating. 
Right. It's really nice to feel like I can have control and get what I want out of a situation because I want it. Yeah. Like, I wanted to do that. Like, I did that for me because I needed it, because I wanted it, because it would make me feel good. A thousand percent. And before I feel like I would feel a lot of shame around sex, and now it's like, no, I'm a fucking adult living my life, and I really wanted to do that. And, like, that thought process, when you start to get more comfortable with your sexuality, that doesn't mean, like, I think people associate that with, like, having to sleep around and like go through that phase it's like no you can still be selective with your encounters Mm -hmm. and have them be empowering and feel comfortable with self and all of those things so that was a nice recognition I would say for sure well said my honey thank you my honey if that's not a takeaway I don't know what the hell is oh yeah takeaways that's it no leave it at that honey that was and don't fucking ghost and don't ghost and drink espresso martinis. And get a Gucci belt, fake or and, real. And get the romper. Get the goddamn romper. But don't get polyester because you won't be able to breathe in it and you're going to sweat. 100% and si- gone. And size up a little bit because I swear to God, at one point I was like, Can I, I need to go in a house robe. Actually, uh-huh. and when after that date with the ghoster, I said I have to change into pajamas because if he was like, get on top of me in that romper, no chance. Size Half a size, size up. Mm. Get some movement in there. That's right. <laughs> okay. Watch all the honeys wear rompers, Gucci belts, uh, Steve Madden shoes, and have espresso martinis around town. We are going to start a movement. That's our fucking uniform. That's what it is. That's it. That's not the sex. <laughs> <laughs> not this episode. <laughs> Bye, Annie. Bye, Annie. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Unfiltered with Allie. Just a friendly reminder that I have new episodes that drop every single week, including some bonus content called Honey Check, co-hosted with my best friend, Jenna Garrow, where we catch up for some classic girl talk. If you like what you heard, please be sure to subscribe to the show. And of course, leave me a review on Apple Podcasts. Not only do I love hearing what you guys think of the episodes, but it helps support the show so much. Lastly, be sure to connect with me over on Instagram at at unfilteredwithally. You'll be able to access a ton of extra content from each of the episodes, slide into my DMs, and you can find the link for my free online Facebook community. This is designed for inspiring, badass women all around the world. Can't wait to chat with you next week. Bye.